friends, and welcome to the Fill Your Soul podcast. I am your host, Amanda Gillen, along with the amazing Brie Knoll. And today we are here and we're so excited to talk to you about the respiratory system, right? Yes, that includes the lungs, the diaphragm, and all of that yummy goodness. And we're also going to talk about those flu symptoms of the cold and how we feel that, maybe our sinuses. Let's go ahead and let's get started. Hello, hello, Brie. How are you, love? Hello, my friend. I'm so good. How are you? You know what? I am great. Yeah, you like in this um, flu and cold season? You know what? Not not so much. Not did you so get much. you you got sick last week, didn't you? I did. I have so I've had twice. It oh, circled gosh. back around. I got sick right before Christmas. Uh-huh. And it was the same stinking stuff. And oh. then last week I did. It started to come back to haunt me. And it's just that that cough, right? Yep. That annoying cough. You can feel everything's broken up. And it was just enough that I had to cancel my appointments Yes. because I wasn't quite sure, am I contagious, am I not? And it was just that annoying bit, you know? When it's it's irritated enough that you're like, I, I can't help but cough, you know? Like it's, right. it's yep, yeah, I totally get that. I had that in December. My family has it right now. So <laughs> I get it. That's, that's, so that get it. kind of inspired us to do today's conversation, right? Yes. About the respiratory system. Yes, and what we can do as zoners, right, yes. to help our loved ones or even our clients, mm-hmm. either A, prevent, yes, or B, to help them move through it maybe quicker, yes. right? So we don't have to be so miserable. I zoned a guy actually literally tonight who had pneumonia, and boy, just those, the signals of his chest were stiff rock hard, no movement. And and that's why I love the zone so much is because it encourages the body to balance no matter what the symptoms are. You know, so if if it's a cold mm-hmm. or asthma or bronchitis or pneumonia or RSV or just a cough like we've both dealt right. with, right. then it's going to help the body to balance to whatever capacity the lungs need in order to get this dunk out. Yeah. It is so true. And and our weather here in Utah, yeah. you know, just isn't helping, right? No. So so on top of that, we have this chemical pollution yep. going on and we're breathing it every day. And that's just yuck. We um, up in Cache Valley there a couple years ago, uh, Franklin, Idaho was like the number one worst air in the country. You know, oh. like... It, yeah. it, that inversion here is so real in the winter and, and we pray for a snowstorm so that it blows it out and gets it going again. But boy, I feel it on the lungs. Really just kind of, I'm trying to think of a, a good description of like kind of the inversion one. It honestly almost to me feels like a smoker lung. You know, yes. it's it's thick. And, and when you when you work on, since we're talking about respiratory, when you work on someone who smokes or vapes, what, what is it you tend to notice? I tend to notice, you know, I because vaping is such the thing, right? It's, it's very um, prominent nowadays. It is yeah. very prominent nowadays. You know, the biggest thing that I notice between smokers and vapors, mm-hmm. the vapors, I feel like little crystal shards, very sharp, very... Um, it almost makes me just want to be owl. Like it yeah, just yeah. It doesn't feel good. Like it, you can, it's shardy. Shardy? Yeah. Is that shardy. Yeah, shardy. It's it's like a, if popcorn and crystals were blended. Yes. It, it feels, it, it, it's poppy, but then it's sharp. And it so is. it, I, I mean, to each their own with what they right. choose to do. But boy, I, the effects I've seen on people who vape, it's, it's pretty thick on the lungs. Now, not as thick as smokers. I will say right. that. Right. And smokers, what I feel is it almost feels like I can feel the smoke. Like it, it's yeah. hard to move it. And it just feels like thickness, like yes. uh, a thick air, if that makes sense. Yes. A, um, a smoky air. <laughs> a smoky air. <laughs> yes. Right. It's it is. Thick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, kind of almost like for me, if, if they're a lifelong smoker, that smoky air kind of turns more into a tar and and it's thick there's not going to be a whole lot of movement but it just it feels a little sick and thick and so if if you're looking for motivation to quit either one of those 
go yeah. see a foot's owner and see how your lungs feel. Yes. Because yes. it's pretty, it's pretty gnarly sometimes. Yeah. And, and, and we can feel it, yes. but they almost, they can feel it as well. And they, you can almost hear it Yeah, is what's yeah. interesting, especially, yep. especially in the vape because those crystals, right? You can yep. feel it. And I don't know about you, Brie, but I always feel it like in the bottom, like the bottom pocket. Mm -hmm. It's almost like it just like sinks there and then it moves yep. up. Like it feels it gets its way filled up. up. Yep, that's exactly mm -hmm. where I feel it too. So along the bottom of the lung signal, which is on the pad of the foot, and it, you know, your goal is going to be to try to lift it and push it up towards the trachea. But, you know, that's, that's a lot to move against gravity as well as the tissue in there. Um, I do know that you can detox your lungs, but they're very fragile. The lungs are quite fragile. Yeah. Um, do you deal with any like asthma personally or anything like that? You know, my daughter has asthma yeah. and I do have a couple of clients that have asthma. And, you know, it's interesting um, because, you know, me, Brie, I dive kind of deeper into like, let's find out like is this is this emotional the meaning you know of it. like mm -hmm. what is that like where does mm -hmm. that stem and what's super interesting is a lot of the time um the asthma can be brought on by emotion yes um it may not be that underlying thing for them right it may be an actual physical thing right yep. that they that they have that they were born with or maybe they've developed, um, or maybe it's like a sports-induced asthma, mm -hmm. those kind of things. But what's super interesting to me is that um, when a person has asthma and they are feeling some of these emotions that we're going to talk about, but let's just bring up one quickly, they're feeling maybe burdened or overwhelmed, yes. um, that can bring on an asthma attack like bingo, bingo. So, so quick, because it's when it's like, and I, I actually have exercise and anxiety induced asthma and if i'm not aware of what i'm feeling and i just let it kind of build 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 it's like the lungs and everything just fill up and then it squeezes and i i do i i get these asthma attacks and it literally i think is brought on by anxiety most of the time now that being said you know, during fire season in the summer, my oh. lungs, are, I, I get yes. a lot of asthma attacks, you know? Yes, yes. But overall, it's it's definitely, I 100% agree with you, it's kind of that feeling of overwhelmed, which mm -hmm. honestly, if we're being kind of, I'm looking kind of through my list here, I feel like overwhelmed is the main theme of the lungs. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Wholeheartedly agree to that. Um, it, it, it unfortunately can bring on a series of events mm -hmm. if we're not careful in what we're listening to our body, but it can bring on this series of little things starting to happen yes. to, to us. Um, you know, and, um, it can be, it can be prevented if we can just pay attention and listen and feel. Yes, you you gave me such a great example the other day about um, the the pressure cooker. That that yes. that that's oh, I just love that. Will you will you tell yes. us about that? Yes. So you know the pressure cooker. So I want you to all think of a pressure cooker, right? For the life of me, or an Instapot, right? Mm -hmm. Instapot pressure cooker. You guys, they scare me to death, right? Me too. <laughs> a because I don't know how to use one. I'm not a canner, you know, and I just have to give kudos to those of you that use them. Mm -hmm. And you guys know what you're doing because from my understanding, when the pressure builds up in these, if all of a sudden you were to just pop the lid off, it can cause some type of an explosion. Like it, yes. it just blows, right? And it can cause a lot of damage. Yes. Um, and that is what can happen if we become so overwhelmed and we have so much pressure on our chest that all of a sudden we just pop, like we just burst, right? So when I'm working on the feet and doing, um, working through these areas of people that may feel overwhelmed along with some of the others that we're going to start to talk about, what I start to find is when we're working in the sternum area and we also go around and we're working in the lungs and the diaphragm, what I'm finding is, is if we can just, just kind of take a little bit of that pressure off. So what I'd have them do is I have them close their eyes and I just have them twist the valve just a tiny bit and just let a little release out. Yes. And I have them breathe in and out and they feel the difference of just 
this much pressure being released. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, I can do that. That wasn't scary. It wasn't, it wasn't anything that was going to, you know, completely make me explode with so much emotion. It was just enough that gave me that. (sighs) Yes. Right. And then as we move again to the other portions of the feet, we do it again and we do it again. And then when we change feet, we do it again and again and again. So by the time their zone is over, they have released quite a bit of pressure off that chest. And what I like to do is I like to have them breathe and I will breathe with them. Nice Mm -hmm. deep breaths. Now that's something that Bree and I were talking a little bit about is, are we breathing correctly? I, this is one that I know I didn't, I never did prior to kind of learning about it because, you know, it's, I don't know where it came from. This belief, like suck it in to breathe and stuff, which is totally opposite what it should be. Absolutely. Yes. I, um, I kind of wanted to make a quick comment about your pressure cooker and then finish up with the breath thing. Um, do you notice that some people will fight the pressure release and and that's when they start to like tear up and maybe their chest turns red and and you can almost see it like building i swear Mm -hmm. i see that very very clearly on my clients when i do this little technique to kind of release some of that emotion or that pressure there some people will fight it and Mm -hmm. you'll see it start to bubble up and their chest and their lungs and everything starts to get really red here and maybe a tear pricks and you watch them try to stuff it back down. And it's at that time, I really think if we can encourage them to, it's okay, feel it, just let it move. It's not gonna be too much, I got you. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and really just kind of go through that. And like you said, breathe with them, you know, do it together. Like, let's do a box breath. Let's breathe in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. Mm-hmm. And and you can coach them through that. Yes, absolutely you can. A, because we want to make them feel safe. We want them yes. to feel like they're in a safe environment where, where they can be vulnerable. And if they cry, mm-hmm. they cry and it's okay. Mm-hmm. B, we also want them to know that mm-hmm. it's okay to breathe. And yes, it sounds funny. It might be deep. It might be, you know, when you release, it might be... Mm-hmm. You know, it might be that big, like a dragon breath, right? Yes. And that's okay because it needs to come out. Remember that pressure, it needs to release. Yes. And so we need to do that. And you are exactly right. And what's interesting is what's happening is their body, their physical body is fighting it, mm-hmm. right? But their mental, emotional, and spiritual bodies are saying, it's okay to let it go. Yes. It's okay to let it go because otherwise we wouldn't find it as zoners, right? Exactly. The we only, only stuff that shows up. Yeah. We'll only find it if it's ready to be released. Exactly. And um, again, if we can go back to helping them feel safe, you know, and sometimes they are nervous too, I've noticed, is because they're not quite sure what it's going to look like without that pressure. That's valid because they're so used to it and it's kind of become a companion to them that they they're just like I don't know what this will even look like yes yes and it is it can be a scary thing and that inner gatekeeper can be like but I've got to keep you safe right Mm -hmm. but it's the rest of the bodies that really can coach through to say it's okay we have you Yes. Oh, I love that. And I know we're kind of jumping into the emotion stuff, but this is so good. Um, When in doubt and they need a little bit of support, we can add an an oil, you know, and encourage that movement of the breath to kind of keep breathing. One of our oils, can we, can we present one of them that is for kind of more of the emotional one? Which one did we decide for that? Do you remember which one? Um, Well, let's see. Melissa. Melissa is kind of what I was thinking. Yes. Yeah. Because that one is such a high, high vibration. I know, I know it's expensive, but it's a one that's worth it. It is. It is. Well, it's, it's one that connects that spirit, right? Because it's all about the light. Yeah. So it's, it's really the, one of those one that that encompasses all four bodies and really Mm -hmm. embraces them and really wants the body to work together as a team. 
as yes. a whole unit. Yes. And that's and that's what I love because sometimes I think when we hold our breath, it's like we're we're stopping that flow of light and energy, you know, from coming through the body. Mm-hmm. And and to be fair, I mean, when you're drowning and you're suffocating, and all you can do is just be tight and hold on, you know, like that's you're doing the best you can like there's no judgment here but this is why what we can do is we can give you a life raft you know like we can give you a little bit of pull you out of the drowning water so that you can take a deep breath that you can breathe melissa does this so so good and the other oils that we picked are definitely more like physical and i kind of was hoping we can kind of go talk more about the physical stuff as well absolutely Um, absolutely they do help emotionally too they do they do the one other thing that i do want to say about melissa right here in our little book and we'll we'll tag this we love this in our book. stuff we love this in fact i'm just going to show you here i show it almost every time but now that you actually can see us this is our this is the book this is the essential emotions book and this yes. one is the 12th edition so this is the newest edition and right here i really love where it says Melissa reminds everyone that each individual has a spark of divinity within them. With love and attention, the spark will grow. This oil fuels that spark of energy, igniting an individual's true self, and it assists them in shedding everything that is not in harmony with their inner light. Mm, Which makes sense, because obviously, like, if it's storing in the lungs, all of, there's something there that's out of balance and there it's becoming overwhelmed you know and yes. so adding in that light giving a little bit of divine perspective yes helping it to balance into something more divine you know and that that can just do wonders for people who need to release that yes absolutely and it, like we said we know it's a little bit more of an expensive oil yeah. um, but it's beautiful and you guys a little bit goes a long way Yes. And it's so good for so many things. It's also really good for rest, the respiratory system. The whole respiratory system. It, 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 it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, we have another little another little guy. If it's okay if I share this. Yes, but please. This one is the Essential Basics book. Yes, and they do have a new one. one. But this one is, is fun. Um, and it says here that it's really, really great for fevers, colds, <laughs> and viral infections, um, even cold sores. Um, and so that's one of the things I don't know about you, but when I get a cold, sometimes I get cold sores because oh, my I body do. is trying to fight that. Yep. Yep. And Melissa is really, really good for that. So love that there. Love I need that. to, I need to actually start implementing that because when my immune system is under attack, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, um, that's, that is a common one. And my, my lymph nodes start to swell in my throat and then it locks in my lungs and then I usually get a cold sore. So it makes sense as to kind of how those play together. Yes. Yes. And one of the big things, um, too, also with Melissa is says to put along the spine of the back. So as zoners, where can we put this along the spine? right also mm-hmm. on the foot and the reason why and Bree, correct me if i'm if i'm wrong here yeah. but the reason for the spine is because the spine has the feelers of the nerves we talked yes. about this right yes. and those nerves wrap around into the respiratory system into the lungs yes. and into the diaphragm and so that's a direct source of going through those nerves to calm that system and sometimes that overwhelm right? Those emotions, if we can get it through what we talked about last time with the nervous system, Mm -hmm. it's a quick, immediate response of, oh, bring it down, bring it down. Absolutely. And, and off of that thought there, um, any oil that has a high spiritual significance, frankincense, myrrh, Melissa, all of these ones, rose, um, the spine is a spiritual spot. Because I, I always think of it kind of like, did you ever see that that avatar show of the, like the blue people, the blue yes. avatars? And then yes. they have like their little tail with the little fillers that connect to things. Mm-hmm. Yes. I honestly, it sounds so weird, but that's how I view those spinal nerves that you're talking about. A spiritual level of those spinal nerves as they branch off of the spine. And they're kind of like putting their fillers out spiritually as well as physically. 
And Melissa is such a spiritual oil because it, it does all those things you were just talking about that that is like direct contact. It's, it's It really is good to help balance out a spiritual element mm-hmm. and think about how spiritual the lungs are. I mean, it's the breath of life, you know? It is the breath of life. And I, I just think there's so much spiritual significance to the lung that we sometimes don't always think about. Right. I love that. Beautiful. I love it. This is so fun. Yes. This is so, it is so good. so fun. I just okay. enjoy this so much. Me too. Okay. So do you want me, do you want, should we go over the other couple oils or do we yeah. want to break? And what do you think? What do let's we want to do? do? Let's do the other two oils. And then let's talk about how those play into a couple other physical elements that we find. Perfect. Because yes. the ones we picked are very physically based. Yes. Yes, they are. So eucalyptus is another one. That's my go-to one, to be honest. I love eucalyptus. Yes. And you know, it was interesting because when I was sick, I'll tell you mm-hmm. a fun fact. You know, sometimes your brain gets a little foggy and you're like, you know, when yes. you're sick and you're in it, right? You're like, ah, you know, I'm doing breathe. I'm doing, putting that in my humidifier. I'm sucking on the on guard suckies, mm-hmm. you know, I'm working my feet, you know, and it's like, I can only have so much NyQuil. Like, yes. <laughs> You know, like my eyes start to tap out after yes. a couple days of NyQuil, mm-hmm. right? It's like no more. And your body's saying no more. Right. Yeah. And it was interesting. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm testing to see what oil I need. And it kept coming up. Eucalyptus, eucalyptus, eucalyptus. And all of a sudden my brain just flipped to when I was a little girl. And I remember my mom having eucalyptus in the bathroom. Yeah. Hey, real like eucalyptus actual plant of eucalyptus. Yes, actually, cool. yes. And I was like, huh. And I remember like she would always have us take like steamers is what we would call yeah. them. Like in, you know, turn the shower on and just breathe it all in. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so I came downstairs and I didn't have any stinking eucalyptus. But then when I went to the studio, I grabbed some. And what was so interesting to me is that, um, you know, normally I also was talking to one of my clients and she brought this up and it made me start thinking a little bit too, is Vicks Vapor Rub, right? We right. used to use that all the time. That was like an old, I mean, that was an old thing you did. Put it on. You did that on for everything. You did. This was the answer. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like Windex for Windex. like that Greek. Right. Yes. That's true. <laughs> right. Vicks, uh-huh. Vicks solved it all. Well, it's because it had a lot of eucalyptus in it. Yes. But now what you're, we're finding, and even if you were to even find like an old bottle, like I'm talking old school bottle. Right. Dicks versus now there's a lot of other chemicals that they've added. It's, it's a synthetic version it of is. that stuff. Perfect. And it is. It doesn't yeah. have the pureness mm-hmm. of that eucalyptus and stuff. It even smells a little bit different. It does. And, and a eucalyptus is a very affordable essential oil. If I had to create, you know, we, we teach our well-prepared family class. Um, that's kind of like emergency preparedness for moms and pops and all that stuff. Um, that is my go-to oil in my first aid kit, you know, yes. like, because A, it's going to open up the respiratory yes. and relax those muscles, but mm-hmm. then it's also going to be very purifying and cleansing so when you have those nasty bugs and the lungs feel super thick and icky and you know i just talked about that guy who had like pneumonia and bronchitis it really will help fight the germs Mm -hmm. yes yes because it's an antiviral antibacterial Mm -hmm. um it's it's just it's a disinfectant, mm-hmm. right? So it has all of that in it. And you are right, Brie, a congestion, cough, bronchitis, pneumonia, um, asthma. And I know I'm gonna pronounce this wrong, but is it sinati- sinusitis? Sinusitis? Sin- sinusitis. Sinusitis, I think. Yes. It, inflammation of the sinuses? Sinuses, yep, yep. And Cy- like- Cyanitis, helps. I don't know that one. <laughs> it could be cyanitis. But you guys inflammation of the sinuses. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. And it also helps with the whole respiratory system. And this is one that's really good to use. We were talking a little bit about this. Um, you know, just turn on the shower, twist the drain closed and put a couple drops in there. And then you can either stand in the shower and breathe it in yes. or just shut the, shut the bathroom door and then breathe it in as the steamer. 
let that really open up and do that box breath. Yes. Do the box breath, right? And and the diaphragmatic breathing, we were talking about it before of kind of a good tip and trick as to how to remember that you are in fact breathing with your diaphragm yes. is hands on your tummy. And when you breathe in, your hands should go out like a big belly, big belly, right? So as you breathe in, belly out. And then when you breathe out and exhale, hands go in towards your spine and tie in it. And that movement will really open up those lungs. And I I know when you're sick and you're not feeling well, your capacity may be limited, but whatever you can do is going to help. Yes. Well, it's going to help too, because the diaphragm is opening and we're truly breathing how we were meant to breathe. Mm -hmm. We're giving all of the other organs in the body oxygen. So they're going to help out those lungs because if we're just be, being just a chest breather, mm-hmm. right? None of our body's oxygen, no, none of our other organs are getting oxygen. And so therefore our immunity mm-hmm. and our immune response is split in lots of directions, trying to help everything. Compensate. Yes. Figure out what to do with so that does not the oxygen. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let's give what we can. So, you know, it can, fully concentrate into those lungs and that respiratory system. I truly believe I was doing this meditation about two months ago and I was trying to figure out why I'm a, I'm a a shoulder or a chest breather. And I, I truly breathe very shallow. Like I, I, and I think that's where my headaches come from and the brain fog. And so I've been actively trying to breathe every day, you know, which sounds Mm -hmm. like, but you know, consciously doing some deep breathing and it has helped my headaches. It really has. And I'm also noticing like my restless legs because you got to think the blood has to, the oxygen has to go throughout the tissue as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing that. I've been trying to increase my circulation there and I've noticed a difference in supporting the body with eucalyptus or Melissa uh, is going to help just keep that circulation flow. Yes. Yes. Another easy and expensive one is basil. Don't you just want to smell like a pizza? A pizza. (laughs) I just, every time I pull that for a client or even myself, I'm like, oh my stars. It's a strong one. It is. It's, it's like a pepperoni pizza coming, you know, in the house, but it's It's good. So good. Brie, what have you learned? What have you learned about Basil. About that, yes. So when it comes to a very herby type of essential oil, basil, uh, what are other herb ones? I'm, I just blinked off the top of my head. Oh, we um, have basil. Um, we have uh, oh, Giamani Christmas. I know. I just I put just us on the spot. This. I was like, um, I just thought um, of the herbs. Cilantro. Cilantro. Basil, there you clove, go. Oregano. Oregano. There we go. Yes. Um, you got to remember that it's going to be, that is nature's medicine. That is nature's antibiotic, antiviral. And yes. so, you know, you're, you, it's going to be pretty potent. Mm-hmm. It may not taste very good or it may taste very good, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. basil tastes great, but it's going to be strong. Um, it could so be hot. It, it could be a hot Exactly. Oil. Most of the herbs are hot. So go gentle. You don't need to do direct skin. You could diluted in on your hands but on your feet things like that because they do get hot and I guess a word of caution when it comes to eucalyptus as well it can get hot too especially if we're doing it in like the steamer or anything like that and I I will caution parents of just saying it gets cold you know like and so kids will be like it's burning and it's like no no no, it's just a cold reaction here but when it comes to the basil that one is going to be your 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 germ killer your virus yes. and your germ killer. So you can't go wrong using it, but a little bit goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And it will it will leave a lot of strong smells. So I had an aromatherapy session one time and it was to die for. Wonderful. And but I tested for a lot of basil. And um boy, my my I was actually traveling during that time and my suitcase. Whew, it was potent. It smelled like basil for quite some time. So just know that that's a very strong one. And if someone is a um, not loving the idea of putting it on their skin, you can have them just smell it. That's an okay yes. one too as well. 
Absolutely. Well, because selling it, I mean, selling, selling it, selling smelling it. it is, is super, is super important as well yeah. because it goes straight into that olfactory nerve, yes. um, you know, and goes to the limbic system and then straight to where it needs to go. Like it's, exactly. it's an immediate as well, which is great for that. Um, and why not kill some germs along the way? Exactly. Especially in today's age, you know, like Absolutely. our poor respiratory systems. And I'm not going to say why they're so jacked up, although I think a lot of us know, but correct. we fill it. We fill it on the feet. We notice when things are just more susceptible. Our respiratory systems are quite weak now. Um, so a couple tips that I wanted to give you guys about zoning someone with lung issues whatever it may be, is notice where the congestion or the blockage is. If it's going to be something that's like at the bottom, it's going to be something usually more like pneumonia or the smokers or the tar or the vapor, you know, um, right, right. That's going to be kind of pulling their COPD when it's like the fluid down low. Yes. Um, versus when it's more like inflamed on the whole lung that's going to be something more like a bronchitis and it, with bronchitis i do notice that the, the signal tends to swell that it's it's a little more swollen um very irritated um and even working on it can actually cause them to start coughing a little bit so my advice on that is to set your intention to try to suppress the cough calm it down when when someone has asthma or bronchitis um we're not trying to cough something out we actually need to calm and soothe the lungs so that it can stop being so irritated so sipping on honey things like that is going to try to coat the throat uh, so that it's not irritated because every time it gets irritated we start to dump mucus which then causes us to cough more so we want to just try to keep it as open as possible but soothing it as much and and always try to push the lungs up towards the trachea to encourage it to flow up and out beautiful I love Any, that. anything you would add to those signals um the only other thing that i will say that this is an interesting thing and i um i share this because i feel like i need to yes please um if you or a loved one um, or maybe one of your clients is involved in a car accident mm -hmm. and the airbags have come out. Oh, yeah. And they breathe in all of that gunk. Uh-huh. Okay. There is a really good possibility that their lungs have been affected by that. And I bring yes. this up because this, I have had a client that this happened to. And unfortunately, um, they were actually, let me back up. This was one of my students had a client that okay. this happened to. Um, but they had to stay in the car for some time before help could arrive. And so unfortunately they had to continue Keep to breathe that in, mm -hmm. right? Um, but I loved what my my student said. Um, you know, she, she had told her to, um, because she was with her when this happened. And she had just told her to talk to her body and let her body know that no this is not good air to be breathing in but it's safer to be in this vehicle than it is to step out right now with all of the traffic we need to stay here yeah so we will get this out but for right now you know we we unfortunately we need to breathe this but to talk to the body and i thought that that was very quick thinking mm -hmm. but also making good on the promise of okay now we're out, we're safe, let's get breathe. this out of there and let's mm -hmm. breathe, right? Because it could hold into the body and not only then could it A, turn into a trauma on top of, you know, like an emotional, right? And mental trauma on top of a physical, yes. right? What was great about it was is she had that quick thinking of talk to the body, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes those things that are out of our control, like you said, like a fire, or yes. those things that are out of our control, if we can let the body know what's going on, our body is very miraculous and can do amazing things if we just talk to it. Yes, absolutely. And and there are so many tips and tricks to kind of open up and cleanse the lungs. Like I, I'll go and do a wet sauna and we talked about it doing in a shower, but I'll actually go and do a really, really, really hot sauna um, to help open that up. And then I do some emotional work there 
of being like, breathe out the bad. And breathe out the bad physically, like your your poor student had, but also breathe out the bad emotionally. Right. And and move it through consciousness and mindfulness is what the body loves. And so I 100% agree with you that you can communicate with your body in a way that it will take care of you and keep you safe. Right, right. And I, I'm not quite sure why I needed to share that I today, love it but I'm, I'm hoping for whomever Whoever that is. is for, yes, that it, you know, you get that. So I love that. I love that. Okay, so that's our oils. We do have a bonus oil, but I we feel do. like let's save that. Should we save that for the end or should we talk yeah. about it right now? No. Well, I mean, what, what else do we need to go over? We kind of talked through some of the stuff with colds and asthma and bronchitis, coughs. I can't think of any tips and tricks off the top of my head other than thinking about draining it. Um, focus on which direction the, the mucus is going, <laughs> you know, yes, like that's true. push it up right. and out if up you need to do that. Um, Let's talk about, should we just talk about the cardiovascular, excuse me, the respiratory system as a whole, like yeah. what are the I'll areas? Go through this, let's, this actual let's, anatomy, that's yes. a good call. Okay. Let's, let's do that. So as we, we can all feel, if we just kind of put our hand against our throat here, that, that bumpy little slide going down the throat, that's our trachea, that's our windpipe. The trachea is gonna be what connects the tube, uh, your mouth to the lungs. Um, we have, it stays open and then we do uh, have some, a fold that covers it called the epiglottis. And this is what that flap gets put down when we're swallowing so that we're not inhaling food and stuff until we do sometimes, you know, like when we're like, Ugh, wrong tube and we're like yes. choking and coughing it up. It's because it literally went down the wrong tube. We swallowed too quickly or it got stuck and then it went down the wrong tube. Right. Um, the only thing that's meant to go down that tube is oxygen and out carbon dioxide. So we breathe in oxygen and we breathe out carbon dioxide, um, as well as chemicals and other things like that. Then if you think about the lungs, they branch into, um, kind of like a tree trunk. The, where the tree trunk is, is going to be where the bronchioles are. Um, the bronch, the bronchi, so one is bronchi, is going to be one on each lung, and that's going to be where you mainly will feel bronchitis and asthma. It's, it's just a branch off of the trachea, goes one to each side, and then as those branches go a little bit smaller, so visualize a tree trunk going from trunk to branch, mm -hmm. those are going to be bronchioles, so a little bit smaller. And then on the end of those tree branches are going to be what's called Oh gosh, I'm going to say it and then I'm going to wonder if I'm wrong. Al alveoli is when I want to say it. Oh, I believe you're correct. I, I think that's right. But now I'm worried that it's, it's um, no, that's areola. I believe okay, you're, you're, you're right. I think you're right. Yes. That one I was like, oh, I'm about to say that online. Um, I love it. And they're, they're little sacks of oxygen, and that's going to be where the oxygen exchange happens. And you can think of those like the leaves on a tree. Um, and and these, these air sacs get, when you start to get pneumonia or COPD, those start to fill. Um, and they, the oxygen exchange doesn't happen as well. They can get coated with mucus, things like that. That's going to be when you just feel like you're not taking in enough oxygen. Um, those main just that part is is the respiratory system but how it interacts with you know the cardiovascular system and system and helps to oxygen our blood is much more complex and we're okay. we're planning on doing the cardiovascular system in a couple weeks yes so we, we can are kind of tie that all tie together that yes so and i just want to just make sure um our, our zoners know this but just mm -hmm. for for the peeps that maybe are not zoners that are listening to this mm -hmm. um our lung is bigger on the right side than it is on the left side. It is. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's because the left side needs to make room for our heart. Yes. So correct? three lobes on the right lung, two lobes on the left lung. And each of those lobes, you know, have tons and tons and tons and hundreds and thousands of those air sacs in it. And with that air exchange that happens, um, there's there's a it's a very instantaneous process obviously we don't have to think about breathing but you are breathing out co2 carbon dioxide 
um, and we breathe in the oxygen. And so when you're, when you're struggling with emotions, you know, like breathing in and out is going to be in with the good, out with the bad. That's going to be kind of what we think over and over again. Uh, fun fact, this is totally random, but it's part of the respiratory system is they've done this study of how we actually burn our fat. And yes, the energy and everything breaks apart, but it's like, well, where do those molecules move? The vast majority of it is breathed out. We breathe out the chemicals that make up our fat cells. And so a portion of it is eliminated through bowels and urinary system, but the vast majority, I wanna say it was like 80%, that's not an exact quote, but it was the vast majority of those chemicals are breathed out which is interesting because when you run, you're breathing heavier, you know, like, and your body like needs to breathe heavier. And I just think it's fascinating. The body is so beautifully designed and the lungs are, I know I said this, it's the breath of life. It's just so beautiful. It is the breath of life and they're delicate. I love that you said the lungs are delicate and we, we need to, we need to think of them as being so delicate, right? Yes. We really think of our heart as being delicate, but we really need to just love those lungs. Like, I just want to just like love those lungs. I agree. And, and, and nurture and comfort and take care of our lungs. I am very, very aware of what I breathe in because of that, you know, like I, I do have the asthma and different things from when I was a kid, so I'm more aware of this, but this is just kind of your permission to be gentle on your lungs. Um, the last part of the anatomy that I guess we need to go over is the diaphragm, which we've talked about, but it is the muscle that moves the lungs. And so when talking about the respiratory system, I feel like we would be doing it a disservice if we didn't talk, at least acknowledge that the diaphragm, the job that's the job to move it. So a lot of movement comes from diaphragm, the vast majority of our lung movement, as well as some of our muscles around our lungs. And so you may feel tension in area two on the ribs and in area four on the diaphragm when someone is feeling overwhelmed, tense, labored breathing, all of that stuff. Yes, I love that. And Brie, would you tie in, and this is just a question, would Mm -hmm. you even tie in sinuses yeah because the sinuses are an air cavity in our brain it's for a couple of things it's for sound resonance it's for to keep our head so it's not super heavy um but air is constantly flowing through it and so it's a good place to to keep open to make sure that it's not inflamed um or congested um to help that breath flow better you know like that sinus pressure Sinus pressure is one of the worst pains I feel like you can have when it's just that deep, deep sinus. And so Mm -hmm. definitely I would say focus on those two. Okay. I love that. I love that. So we were talking a little bit of, as far as like emotions, we were saying Mm -hmm. overwhelm. And what's interesting is our list that we have here, it seems like overwhelm is the big, um, big daddy, the, the big daddy. Right. Yeah. And then we have all these little daddies underneath, but, but they all circle back up to the big guy. They do. And so we were talking overwhelm, um, the feelings of burden. Now this was interesting because you had that, you, you said it the best. You said burdens. We feel a lot. We feel a lot of that weight on our shoulders, mm-hmm. but when we start to feel so much weight on our shoulders of that burden, we also start to kind of do this collapse inward into that fetal position and that's when it locks into our lungs yes yes exactly which when we are burdened all most of the time almost all of the time circles back to overwhelmed overwhelmed it's an Um, overwhelming burden you know and so we see that yes how about um feeling suffocated feelings of being that suffocation right whether by life a situation that you you can't get out of or um a disorder or an illness or sickness you know like when you just feel like you can't catch your breath and you'll notice your clients will use phrases like that i just can't catch my breath you know or i i feel like i'm barely even breathing my head is barely above water that's going to be a good indication of suffocation And it's the same concept. It just, it's, it's overwhelming. So remember the pressure release 
on that one mm-hmm. and just, and just help them to just take a breath catch a breath Mm -hmm. um another common one in the lungs that sometimes i feel like gets overlooked is is grief and sorrow yes um and again it's it's an overwhelming grief and sorrow so it's not just a sadness but it is very overwhelming and that that really locks there yeah well and i think when i think of grief and sorrow um and holding in the lungs like it's almost like um they don't want to take that next breath. Like it's, yeah. it's too painful. It's too hard to, to take that breath. Yes. You know, the flow has been disrupted and it's just, it's just, so they do the shallow mm-hmm. because it's, again, it's all they can do to keep that, their head above water. It's all they yes. can do to, to move forward and, and try to keep themselves together. Yes. Right. And unfortunately and- get stuffed. Exactly. Or it will explode, like we talked about. And this is when they do the sobbing. The can't breathe, but there's the... <laughs> and they, yes. they sob. It's because yes. their body is like the hyperventilating. Like, oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. The, the energy, the emotion has released, and it was at capacity. And yeah. sometimes we need that. I, I think we can kind of cope and move through it. Tears are very healing. But when it's at that point and it becomes so, so overwhelming, that's where we want to try to settle it mm-hmm. and help it to release in a gentle way. Right. Um, anxiety. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. I think Just a lot be- of the population deals oh, with that. Oh my right goodness, now, right? yes. And I think it's because anxiety leads to all of these emotions. Overwhelmed, suffocation, panic. You know, these type of things can can show up from anxiety. And oftentimes our anxiety is linked with our breath, you know, like we breathe harder or faster. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I I do notice that that stores there quite prominently. Right. So we're talking mental and emotional body here. Yes. Yes. Yep. And, and, you know, like there's a physical response to anxiety. It's not just in someone's head. (laughs) Like they're literally going through hormones and chemicals and everything like that. And so just remember to breathe with them. The worst thing you would ever want to say is just like, just stop. You're fine. You know, like, right. I, that is never helpful when someone is having anxiety is to just tell them just, just stop. Cause they're in, they're in the middle of it. They're drowning. You got to give them a, right. something to right. help them. And I do know just, just, um, by experience, mm-hmm. another thing, um, just take a deep breath. They don't want to hear that. No. So maybe no. if you can breathe with me. Yes. Instead of take a deep breath, it's breathe with me. Right? And then mm-hmm. and and get them breathing yes. with you. I um no, oh, this is just a shout out to to sweet Erica, my my dear dear best friend. She uh I I had a panic attack one time, middle of the night, and it was about like leaving my dog. Like it was just such a silly thing, but I full blown panic attacked. And I Marco Polo her and I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't leave. I can't do any of this stuff. Like what if she's nervous and all this stuff. And it was such a small thing, but it was so big in the moment. Mm-hmm. And she responded so perfectly. She just goes, I am here. We will be okay. You got this. Breathe with me. It's okay. And she just was, she just was present with me and she breathed even though it was through a Marco Polo. She just, she was the one breathing and she's like, we got this, you know, like it just was so, she was just so calm about it and it was perfect. And afterwards I remember messaging her and I was like, that was like really good. She's like, I do this often to myself. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was very good. So that can be something that we can work on as well with our clients. For sure. For sure. It's those little tools that they can put in their tool belt. Right. And it's those little, um, those little sprinkles, my yes. friends, that really make you unique and um, amazing zoners. It's, it's because, you know, it's, it's showing your clients that you care. It's those little nuggets of wisdom that um, that they may or may not know about. Maybe they've forgotten. Maybe they just need that gentle reminder. And sometimes it's just because they just needed to feel safe. Yes. Something just to help them stay focused and help them to stay grounded. I mean, that's why I and many people will go to therapy is just to have someone to bounce it off of, you know, just to Mm -hmm. go through it and bounce it. 
Um, you had a bonus oil for us. I have a bonus oil. Yes. Now you guys, this oil, this oil is one that I absolutely love. And um, it has so many amazing benefits because not only is it the oil of mother earth and super rich and grounding, um, it also is really good for congestion and mucus. Yes. Right? Getting out Which that I had no idea. Mucus, like, right? I, I had no idea. I had no either. idea. And so it's great if you want to feel grounded and really get into that breathing, right? And open up. But for that congestion, the mucus, we're going to talk a little bit about myrrh. Yes. Right? Which is the beautiful mother oil. Like, it, it is, is so good and rich. It is. You know, you have frankincense, you know, he's the king of oils. And then you've got myrrh, who is the mother earth oil. Like, yes. It's just, it's beautiful. And um, there's a reason, there's a reason that those guys are the top notchers, right? Yes. And it's because of, it's because of the healing properties like that. Um, it clears the airways and it dries up the congestion. So it which actually is, goes in and dries up the congestion. Which is what you need when you do have the bronchitis, pneumonia, cough, cold, because you have to dry it up so that it can stop draining and irritating yep so this one would be great to put right on that chest mm -hmm. this is not a hot oil this is a very grounding earthy oil it yes. is very earthy very right? earthy very earthy um you could also again put it on the bottom of the feet or as zoners you know where you can put it we can put it on the lungs we can do the diaphragm we can do that sternum that we were talking about we can mm -hmm. do all of the above right yes Yes, absolutely. It is because it is a little bit of a thicker oil. I do like using a carrier on this one yes. just because it, it is a little bit more tacky thick. Yes, it is tacky. It's a little thicker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just yeah. know that that's normal and, but it is a good one. So you can't go wrong with any of those oils. Right. Right. So again, we have basil, eucalyptus, melissa, and the bonus myrrh. Yes. yes. I love it. Hopefully this has been helpful to you guys to give you a little bit of tips and tricks on how to, you know, focus and fight this little respiratory illness going around and the colds and the all the good little germs that we're combat, combating. So I just hope you guys know how much we appreciate you. And yes, I love this. I love doing this with you and you guys make this worth it. Absolutely. I'm going to leave you guys with a little affirmation. Please. And it is, how would it feel to allow life to flow easily and comfortably? Mm, I like that. How would it feel? How would it feel to allow life to flow easily and comfortably? That is going to be your guys' challenge this week. Let life flow. Breathe through it. Take a few deep breaths. Yes. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing good. Yes. You're doing I love awesome. it. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, thank you guys so, so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Yes, we'll be back next week. Woo, woo, woo. Who's excited? <laughs> I am. I <laughs> love this. Me too. Me <laughs> too. All right, my dear. We'll see you later. <laughs>